get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Two pitch, fly ball, left field, Carlson over, he has it, Wainwright, his 39th birthday, he goes the distance, 23rd complete game of his career, absolutely remarkable, and a hug from Yadier Molina. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker, and we are looking forward this season to visiting with Adam Wainwright each week. Wednesdays with Wayne, and we are going to get him on game days probably, but we'll talk some other day during the weekend. Adam Wainwright with us from Miami now on the Broad and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, Adam. It's always great to talk to you. How are you doing? Morning. How are you all? Everything's good here in St. Louis. How excited are you to pitch the home opener tomorrow? <laughs> I'm super excited. I'm <clears throat> Hadn't pitched in front of fans, especially at Bush Stadium, in so long. I can't even remember. So, um, I think our whole team is excited. Our whole team is fired up to get playing back at Bush Stadium again for one. But you know, mainly to play in front of our our incredible fan base who shows up every single day to support us and and uh, you know has tattoos on them and wears red everywhere they go. And you know, on Christmas morning they're getting cardinal hats and sweatshirts for. For their presence, I mean, it just you know, it's special for us to be able to to perform for people who eat, sleep, drink baseball the way that St. Louis Card- Cardinals fans do. Adam, it's actually been 544 days since fans were allowed inside Bush Stadium. So you said you can't remember how long, but people are keeping track. That's how much they need to get back into Bush Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. <clears throat> my my like memory is is like a week or two for those kinds of things. Not not 540 whatever days it was. So. <laughs> It's been too long, and I'm I'm ready to get back in front of the fans. I know the fans are ready to get back out there. What's it been like to have fans back in the stadiums, period? I mean, I was at one game last season from a media perspective, and it felt very cavernous to be inside a Bush Stadium without fans. So I'm just curious from a player's perspective what it's been like to have some fans back in stadiums. Yeah, and I'll tell you, um, if you hear my voice right now, it's it's like shot because yesterday – we travel. Our, our fans travel well, and we had a, a pretty good group of them last night behind the dugout. And I was just yelling left and right. I was just following their lead. You know, we were uh, we were playing a really tight game against the Marlins, and and uh, Johnny Gant got out of a couple of huge situations. And I was barking and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I woke up this morning like, wow, my voice is still gone. So, um, you know, I just think they they get us to a level of excitement and, and uh, adrenaline that you just can't get without them. 
Well, you know, I, I get that baseball is now a game of the three true outcomes. It's the strikeout, it's the walk, it's the home run. But I really was heartened last night by the way the Cardinals scored their runs in the sixth inning. Because in, in baseball these days, I think if you can do the little things well and not make mistakes, and the other teams do make mistakes, I, I think the majority of the time you're going to win the games. And I, you guys do such a good job of the little things. Yeah, it's the little things that make the game, you know, swing the tide of the game usually. And you know what, though? I really believe this. It's all cyclical, right? It's going to come back. I think teams are starting to realize now that the best way to hit is still hit to, to hit line drives. It's the hardest um, It's the hardest the defense uh, has to, to try to get a guy out is when the other team's hitting line drives. I think you saw the game that I pitched the other day, the Reds just put the ball in play over and over again. And uh, good things happen for them, unfortunately for us. But if you hit the ball on a certain height in, you know, whatever the, I don't remember the launch angles, like 15 or 13 or anywhere from 11 to 18 on a line somewhere, it's like really hard to get that person out. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta get lucky. And, and I think teams are starting to realize again that, and the Dodgers do a great job of that. If you watch the Dodgers, the, their whole thing is let's pass the baton, let's let's keep the ball rolling, let's let's get the next guy up there and get guys on base and wreak havoc and hit line drives all over the place. And then every now and then you pop one. You know that that's a really good way to hit. It's a really good way to play ball. And and I think offenses are going to come back around to that. Defensively, we 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 pride ourselves as Cardinals the last few years, especially of playing great defense. You know, I mean, when you look back at Ozzie and Willie and those guys and what they were able to do defensively, that's bred into us as Cardinals players. And we have a, an incredibly talented group of defenders. I know Tyler O'Neill dropped that ball in the first inning. Tough play. The ball's hit re- really hard. But the play, I told him after the game, I said, that play you made, that dive and play in the corner, that saved the game last night. You know, the, the double plays we made, Watching Nolan Arenado attempt throws to second base that we've never even seen before, it's just its just a treat, you know. And Tommy making diving plays, it's the little things. It's the diving play here. It's the fundamental play here. It's the, the, the correct shift here, you know, whatever it is. All those little things add up to big things at the end. You mentioned Nolan Arenado, Adam, and everyone in St. Louis was so excited about that acquisition in the offseason. So give us a bit of a scouting report. What's Nolan Arenado like as a teammate? What kind of impact has he made on the Cardinals early on this season? Well, he adds a he adds a layer of, of legit to every single facet of our game. Right? I mean, defensively, he's possibly the best third baseman the game's ever known. I mean, he's certainly in the conversation. He's a... Uh, He's a special defensive player, but he's a he's a middle of the bat, he's a middle of the lineup bat that just makes everything and everybody else in the lineup better. You know, when you're when you're a pitcher and you're having to face Goldschmidt and Arenado back to back, that is going to cause problems. That is tough. You know, that's a that's a situation where you go, all right, if I walk him, you know, gosh, now I got runners on base for Nolan Arenado or. And I, I got to pitch to him because I got Paul and Arenado behind him. And then all of a sudden now you got DeYoung, who they're not asking to hit third anymore. Now you can hit fourth or fifth, and you back Yachty up a spot. You back Dylan up a spot. Everybody hits in a spot where they're more comfortable probably and, and, and ready to hit, and it just, it just makes everybody deeper. But, you know, further than the talent you see is the little things that Nolan does off the field. You know, he's he's always talking to guys about – 
better ways. And the same with Goldschmidt, too, by the way. These two are two savvy, heady players. If you watched Goldie last night, run home on that ball and time it just perfectly and, and run home and, and get the tie and run the play on, on Sandy. The guy was pitching a great game. That was an incredibly instinct, instinctive play. And him and Nolan just do that all the time. And they're always talking to our young guys about where to be and how to be and what to do and and uh, ways to get better. And it's it's also good coming from an outside organization, different perspectives. You know, guys can learn different things. So, I don't know. He just You can't teach instincts. You, you can teach fundamentals left and right, but there's little things instinctively that guys like Nolan have that you just can't teach. Hey, Wayne, one other baseball thing before we get to big league impact. Mike Schultz said after last night's game that he thought Yachty's defensive game was as good a caught game as he's ever seen. And I don't watch the game with the nuance of a Mike Schilter and Adam Wainwright. Were you feeling the same thing as you watched Gant, for example, get out of the bases loaded, no out situation, and all the traffic on base? Were you, were you watching Yachty and saying, man, he's really having a great game here? Yeah, that's one of those things where you, you can't measure it. There's not a metric for... And, and the, the exact what I just told you about, Paul and Nolan, everybody knows that, that Yachty is one of the most instinctive, just natural baseball players the world has ever known. But, you know, the timing of those visits to the mound, the, the, I'll talk you through one at bat where Gant's pitching, we got bases loaded, no outs, and batter's up. And we're trying to figure out what Gant's going to throw next. All right, what's he going to throw? Is he going to throw the – it's actually a 2-2 count. We're like, all right, it's clearly going to be a changeup. You know, he's, this is his, his best swing and miss pitch. We need a swing and miss right here. You know, that, it's going to be a changeup, right? And then somebody goes, yeah, but Yachty knows that. Yachty knows the hitter knows that. And he threw a fastball up, and it kind of rattled his cage a little bit. And the hitter, you could tell the hitter was like, wait, what? Now I don't know what's coming. The next pitch he did throw a changeup down. The hitter swung at it, and missed. It was like, it was like, yeah, he's just a couple of steps ahead of everybody, and that's the way he always is, you know. He was, he was, uh, he was so mad at himself that he pulled his throw to second base on that stolen base attempt just a hair, you know. And 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 Johnny probably could have been quicker to the plate. He, he, the guy got a great jump, but if he made a perfect throw like on the exact inch it needed to be, you know, he might have got him out, and that was. And he was mad about that one inch. I was just so impressed with him. Yeah, I, I do. I do agree. There's there's little ways. That's why you know when when Yadier almost won the MVP a few years ago, he finished like fourth or something. We were like, this guy's the most valuable player in the league, and it's not even close going away because of what he brings to each and every single game that he plays in. He is remarkable. Meanwhile, Adam Wainwright, the uh, 2020 Roberto Clemente Award winner because of your work with Big League Impact. And we want to know what's going on with the Big League Impact right now as we get ready for the home opener. Yeah, right now we have a couple of campaigns going on called the All-Win Campaign. So every single time we go out to the field of the Cardinals win, then we've got four or five players on our team who have pledged a certain amount of money per win um, to certain causes around the world. And, and uh, talking with Paul Goldschmidt right now in the Dominican Republic and, and uh, some other places, they do, they do these community centers that really just change the, they change the whole concept and the whole idea of living around there where they, you know, these, these communities, they may not even have a school. So they don't have a preschool, so kids don't get into school later. And then they're supposed to go to elementary school maybe a little bit further away. But if they don't go to preschool, then they have a 65% chance less 
of a chance of graduating high school. It's a study they've done. So these community centers are centered around a baseball field and a community center goes in right next to them. And the community center also doubles as, as a pharmacy and it triples as a vocational school for parents while their kids are in preschool. So now the parents have somewhere to put their kids. They can go and learn a trade so they can go out into the world and make money for their family. It's a really big deal, man. The whole thing is centered around a baseball field because Dominican uh, the Dominican people just love, love, love baseball. If you got a baseball field, you got the center of life over there almost. And so Paul's considering doing one of those, and that's the kind of thing that we're doing around the country, around the globe. Um, you know, if we win a game, then money's for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be building water projects. I'm gonna be uh, providing money to uh, to food programs in, in St. Louis itself and other places. Uh, Austin Dean, Tommy Edmond, you know these guys, Matt Carpenter. They have programs going on, all Winco, and you can follow us on social media, at Twitter, on Facebook, on, I don't know if we have an Instagram account or not, I should, I should learn that, but um, you can follow us on social, at Big League Impact, and see what we got going on, you can go to bigleagueimpact.org, see what we got going on, we got the, the All Win campaigns coming on, we got the, the Home Plate Project will be coming up pretty soon, where we fed 4 million kids last year, 4 million kids the year last year during the pandemic that was a huge thing because kids weren't going to school they didn't have a lot of people did not have meals so that was a pretty cool thing we did we'll partner with uh, the garth brooks teammates for kids foundation so we got a lot of things going on but we'd love to have as many people as possible go to bigleagueimpact.org just see what we got you can follow us on social just see what we're doing if you want to be a part of it we'd love to have your support we'd love to have the community involvement we'd love to have volunteers so uh, go check it out Excellent work, Adam. And it is bigleagueimpact.org. Just checked you are on Instagram at Big League Impacts. Just hit follow. There Everybody go. should go follow Big League Impact on all platforms. And we are thrilled to make a $200 donation to Big League Impact each week, courtesy of Carriker and Smallman. And we'll make that donation every Wednesday as Adam joins us during this 2021 season so we can talk about the Cardinals and what's happening with Big League Impact. Have fun today. Bring home a winner. And we will see you tomorrow at the ballpark. Adam, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. You bet. See you later. That is Adam Wainwright, Wednesdays with Wayno on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. 
Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.